The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. And our guest today is Tim McCoy. He is a co-owner of Brockton Creative Group. And he's here with us today to talk about e-commerce, how it's changing, where it's headed, and importantly, how it impacts and what it means for your business. So welcome to the show today, Tim. Thank you, Kelly. Okay, I saw a study not long ago, I think you know, just about a week ago actually, that said that e-commerce has grown by double digits for the past 14 consecutive quarters. That's several years in a row now. Right. So what's driving that growth? Well, uh, that's a, an amazing fact. It's pretty impressive. Um, I think there are probably a few things driving growth. One is mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all connected to our cell phones and our tablets, and I think you know having the ability to publish your store and make it mobile is huge. Um, secondly, I would say the growth of the millennial generation, as mm-hmm. we call it, um, is a huge impact, and that has to relate to mobile um, because millennials grew up in the you know the era of the cell phone and, and right. They really don't know any different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think also um, local. Uh, you know the the impact of local business and products and services plays plays an impact on that. How so? What do you mean by that? Well, you know nowadays uh, platforms like WordPress, you know uh, WooCommerce is a great plugin, easy, almost one two click, and you can install uh, a store. You know is is easy to use. Shopify is a great platform that you could literally open your store within a few minutes. Um, that's great for small businesses. Um, you know Charlie Hustle is a uh, t-shirt designer mm-hmm. here locally right. and they do a great job i think their store is built on shopify um might have to check that fact but um you know but still he doesn't mind the plug yeah sure <laughs> I, you know i just ordered a shirt for a friend and it was it was super simple as far as usability from my end was concerned uh, the store was nice and clean and mm-hmm. I, I guarantee it was it's easy to update um, on his end, you know, as a small um, startup business. Okay, so whereas before the technology may not have advanced enough to make it so simple, a small business owner would have had to have gone and maybe spent tons and tons of money and a lot of yeah. time and effort to get a shopping cart put on their site. Now it's much, I mean, it's, there's still cost and there's time involved, mm-hmm. but it, it's been greatly reduced. And yeah. so the fact that more businesses are able to even engage in this way is sure. driving this. Okay. For sure. And I think the you know, the platforms like Shopify and WordPress are doing a good job on spreading the word about their solutions. And so mm-hmm. small business owners are taking the time, you know, or their marketing, you know, person is taking the time to uh, teach themselves. It's really a DIY uh, method. Um, obviously, there's agencies like mine, which exactly. will help businesses, you know, go through that process. Um, but it's not needed all the time. Right. Well, let's let's stop and talk for just a minute about Brockton Creative. Uh, obviously, I said you're the co-owner of it, and and just tell us a little bit about what Brockton sure. does. Sure. Uh, so we're we consider ourselves a, a boutique, uh, full service agency. You know, really specializing in, in branding and interactive 
Uh, we got our start about nine years ago, and, you know, we really – uh, focused on branding and traditional advertising. We supported an airline uh, for about six years as their agency of record. So we really built our foundation and grew with them. Um, but as the world turned digital, so did we. Mm-hmm. And over the last four years, uh, those digital you know, web development, application development, um, online uh, marketing and strategy, those capabilities just grew and grew. Mm-hmm. And now that's, you know, that's our bread and butter right now. Right. Well, and if like you said, it's so easy to go ahead and, and put up a, an extension like Shopify in your WordPress uh, built website, mm-hmm. but it, it's still, there There are so many little landmines, sure. and <laughs> I, I feel like I'm fairly technology uh, savvy, but there's no way I would ever attempt to uh, put a shopping cart on my site by myself, so really folks like uh, Tim at Brockton Creative are a very good solution. wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about what you do. Now, let's go back to mobile. You said mobile was one of the things that is driving this double-digit growth that e-commerce has experienced over the last 14 months. How so? I mean, I I realize we all have mobile phones, Mm -hmm. uh, but when you build a – I'm just trying to – Speculate here. So when you build a website now, is it automatically optimized for mobile, uh, or, or is that something as a small business owner in particular? You know, most of our audience members here today, uh, is that something that you need to make sure that you ask your web provider to do, or is it just so commonplace now that you don't even have to put that on your list to ask about? So that is something that you have to be concerned about okay. when choosing to work with a web developer or designer, or when picking a platform like. A WordPress or a Shopify, um, you you know it's a must now to have your site. Um, if not mobile, you know if not a complete uh, mobile design, um, mm-hmm. just have it mobile optimized or responsive. What's what's the difference between mobile optimized um, and a true so, mobile uh, design? So a responsive site, you know, there's one site and we'll design and develop it so that it responds to any sort of a display or device that your website is being rendered on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you update your content or your, your shopping cart in one area and it feeds, you know, whether they're on an iPhone or an Android or a tablet. There's another approach to where, you know, we design sites strictly for mobile use. So mobile first is uh-huh. is kind of the phrase that we're using in the mm-hmm. industry. And uh, we're starting to do that a lot more is let's design the website first for mobile and then we'll see what the ramifications are for a desktop uh, mm-hmm. version. Okay, that that's so interesting. Uh, that's really what maybe the last twelve months, or or has it been longer than that? Um, it you know it's been trending, but definitely yeah. over the last uh, twelve months, that's been the the approach. And mm-hmm. it's you know the increase in use of mobile. Um, you know, email marketing is still a great tool for companies and especially small businesses. And I think it's, you know, over 60% of emails are opened first on mobile. Mm-hmm. So the, the ability to send a marketing message out to your target audience um, affordably and have, you know, that open rate that's, that's pretty good um, and to send them to your website, which hopefully that's your main call to action, right, um, purchase now, right. your site's got to be responsive to mobile because that's where they're opening that, that mm-hmm. marketing message. Absolutely. Let's talk about mobile in terms of the different things that you kind of open the conversation to that with your reference to email marketing. But let's talk about how mobile has grown because of other means. For example, what is driving mobile? Are there, uh, the email marketing is leading people there. Uh, the, you know, millennials, obviously they, they've 
grown up with phones in their hand. They're very comfortable with any kind of transaction that you cover. But what are some of the other things, some of the more techie things? For example, uh, what I still really don't understand is when you can walk down a street mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you start getting all these messages on your phone <laughs> about this is happening over here or you can buy this in this store. Right. Is that really as commonplace as we're led to believe or is that still a little bit out so there? So that's, that's a great question. And, you know, we're, we're implementing a geo-targeting or geo-targeting okay. in, in a lot of our uh, advertising campaigns mm-hmm. where you can target, you know, users within a 10-mile radius of their location or a certain location. And that can be through, you know, an advertisement in an app. Um, let's say they're on, uh, you know, a game, they're playing a game, and you can have your ad served up saying, hey, uh, you know, visit, you know, X, Y, and Z for mm-hmm. this discount. Click here. Um, so that that is huge. Um, you know, retargeting, we have the opportunity as advertisers and marketers to uh, put a cookie on computers as sure. they come to mm-hmm. your site, mm-hmm. and then that follows them when they leave. Oh, yes. So if you ever see, you know, you're shopping for some, you know, something on, on Home Depot or you Google mm-hmm. something, and then, you know, 10 sites later, you're on CNN.com and you see an ad for that product pop up. Yeah, That's my us. yeah my yeah my fa- my favorite example of that is you go to Nordstrom's or some their site or something and you're looking at a couple of different dresses and mm-hmm. then every time for the next week you're on Facebook you're on oh, yeah. you know another sure. site and there's that dress staring Absolutely. at you well, it takes, <laughs> it's like a little creepy I mean you you know as most listeners know it takes you know up to eleven times to see a message before you make a purchasing decision yes um, so yeah. it's it's important. Yes, sure. to, to keep following that little headless dresser. Yeah. <laughs> we have all of these different ways that mobile is is causing people to engage. Do they ever? I'm just curious here. Uh, is is there any way to say say I am in in a location? I'm at a restaurant. I'm in a bookstore, or I'm just I'm somewhere. I'm in a retail store somewhere, mm-hmm. and I've checked in. Is there any way to take that check in message and search around the area and say, okay, well. Uh, you're you're there. Well, why don't you come check out over here across the street? Can you For do sure. that too? So there there are a few apps that do mm-hmm. that. Foursquare. So when you go close to a location that is pushing an advertisement, they know you're there. Right. They'll send you a message saying, "Hey." You're close to Brockton Creative Group. Stop by for a free cup of coffee or something, mm-hmm. you know, like that. So that's that's definitely possible, and a lot of different apps are, are doing that. All right, uh, let's talk about different businesses and their need for a shopping cart for some sort of e-commerce function. Mm-hmm. I remember that we had the same discussion years ago, not you and I, but just the you know the conversation was the same. Does every company need a website? Well, of course, now every company that's serious does need a website. No question. Sure. You know, you, you have to have it, and it's even mobile first now. But does every company need an e-commerce function? So that is a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends. It's probably the answer to most questions in the world, <laughs> but it, it does depend um, I would err on the side of yes, or some sort of transaction or call to action. Um, you know, we want to make sure that our websites are working for us and not just, you know, um, being a brochure site, as we call it. And so, you know, if you're sending an email out or if a visitor's on your site, you want to make sure you have clear call to actions or even call to values, um, as we call them, so that 
people can take an action and you can hopefully capture their uh, contact information, add them to your marketing um, database. And if you are able to transact online, um, whether that's you know, purchase now or maybe download an ebook or right. you know, sign up for this newsletter, whatever that, that transaction is, it's important to do that as small businesses um, and large businesses um, so that you can uh, start building your customer database. You know, that's a great point. You go to all the trouble of getting somebody to your website right. and they look around and there's nothing to do. Maybe they take down your contact information to call you later. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't. But you have no. If you don't have any kind of call to action, much less an e-commerce site, but just if you don't have any call to action, you have no idea right. who is out there. It's so tough. what a waste. For sure. Yeah. So as you said, a variety of different ways, whether an e-book, a newsletter, different things that you yeah, can you, do that aren't may, maybe you know give me five dollars for this or give me a hundred dollars for this. But right. Still, you know, even if you're a service-based business, you know, you can. You have some sort of form that people can put their information in and check an interest, mm-hmm. you know, something that they're interested in, or schedule a callback or set an appointment. Yes. You know, those are um, other transactions. You know, obviously they don't involve the the transfer of funds or money, but. Sure. Um, that's a great way to make sure your website is working for you. So there's some great tips and some great ideas uh, for people who don't have a true e-commerce aspect to their business. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to plug our sponsor, Benedictine College, and we'll be right back to talk with Tim McCoy about how you can utilize e-commerce in your marketing and in your sales uh, efforts. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Do you practice entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship? Do you know how to show what you know? Benedictine College Executive MBA program has been the launching pad for many successful, innovative products, services, and ventures. As the only one-year executive MBA program in Kansas City, our conveniently located North Johnson County campus and weekend class times will fit your busy schedule. Go to benedictine.edu slash EMBA to learn more about our program. Would the real Obamacare please stand up? The No Politics Spend Free Zone for Healthcare and the Affordable Care Act. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, and I'm joined every week by your federally certified Affordable Care Act specialist, Mr. Greg Howard. That's a mouthful. You said it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what we really do. What we really do is help people understand how the Affordable Care Act impacts them, their family, their business. We make it simple so that people can go on with their lives. Couldn't have said it better myself, and you'll find it every Friday at 1 p.m. on Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio at blogtalkradio.com. That's Would the Real Obamacare Please Stand Up, Fridays at 1. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here today with Tim McCoy. He is the co-owner of Brockton Creative Group, and he's been talking with us about e-commerce, uh, how it's it's just phenomenal in terms of its growth. In fact, uh, there was an article published recently saying that it's grown by double digits for 14 consecutive quarters now, and he's been talking to us about what's driving that growth and some of the things that, as business owners, we can do to enhance our websites and our uh, smartphones so that we can get more sales. But yet, one of the things that you said is driving this is the millennial generation. Talk to us about that. Why? Obviously, they've grown up with smartphones in their hands, but beyond that, why are they so engaged with mobile? 
Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. Um, I mean, the, the millennial group is 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 huge. It's it's taking over, honestly, um, the, <laughs> the 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 industry. And I think that you know the millennials are you know those that are born from 1977 to 95. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we all we being me as a millennial, uh, you know we we grew up online. Um, we had cell phones for most or sometimes all of our life, right? And uh, and being able to respond and, and interact with uh, brands that we love and you know stores that we follow um, on our cell phone, I think is huge. So being able to you know that's where we are is on our phone, uh, and so being able to have a mobile store um, is is huge. You know we have a purchasing power of I, I think two hundred uh, billion dollars. Wow. Um, that's huge. We make up 25% of of the you know the country's population, and so making sure that your your product or service and your brand uh, you know targets millennials. Um, you know you obviously don't want to alienate your base customer, but um, you know things like social media and engaging on social media and engaging your followers um, will, will be huge. And I think that will drive traffic. You know, help drive traffic to your your e-commerce store mm-hmm. um, as a small, medium, or large size business. Right, and that's a good point because everything is just a click away these days. So if you're going to the trouble of slapping up a Facebook page for your business, mm-hmm. or you've got a Twitter account and you're tweeting, if they can't click on it and get to your site and be able to purchase from it right there while they're thinking about it you may lose them they're right. not going sure. to they're not going to see that tweet or they're not going to take a look at the facebook promotion and then say oh next thursday i think i'm going to go drop by their right. store sure. or you know i have to make a note now to call them to see if if they can help me with my business they want to be able to click right there sure. and make the purchase for sure, and yeah. and we so we put a big emphasis on on content marketing and strategy, um, you know, upfront with the, with all of our clients. And so you have to, you know, you mentioned Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's important to push out uh, value add um, content on a regular basis, um, you know, and make sure that you have those call to actions that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier um, that allow users, uh, followers, visitors to click through, and and get some sort of value added, whether it's you know, purchasing something, downloading, you know, viewing a blog post or an article that helps them make that buying decision. Right, and and you're you're very uh, good to couch it with the value proposition because mm-hmm. nothing turns people off faster than just a strict promotion. Buy, buy, oh, buy, sure. buy. For so, sure. so obviously there has to be value add in those posts. Let's talk a little bit about best practices. Uh, this is a new area for a lot of people, for mm-hmm. a lot of business owners. They uh, if things are happening rapidly. So when I okay, let's say that I either don't have an e-commerce function on my site right now, or I had it done seven or eight years ago, and technology has passed me by. Right. It's not working for me anymore. What are some of the things when I go to a service provider such as yourself, sure. uh, like Brockton Creative Group? What are some of the things that I need to ask somebody, a professional like you? Um, that's a great question. You know, uh, if we were to talk about, let's say, your store, um, a few questions we would ask, or so maybe something that, you know, as a small business owner, you know, be prepared to answer these questions, I would mm-hmm. say, um, would be, you know, first, know what platform your website is on. Because if your website is on WordPress, it could be as easy as plugging in a WooCommerce um, plugin to start your store. And that, 
you know, that's a, a very low-cost option and very effective as well. Um, you know, the, the next question would be, you know, how many products are, uh, do you want to retail online? And I think that helps us decide on what platform or what option to, mm-hmm. you know, what road to go down. Um, you know, things that you're going to have to consider is, you know, buying an SSL certificate. So making sure that your shopping cart experience for your customers is secure. Oh, very important. Um, that's really important. Um, you know, people look for that HTTPS now in, in the browser to make right. sure that, you know, they're putting in their credit card information in a, on a secure site. Um, that's huge. Um, I think, uh, you know, search engine optimization is huge. Um, so make sure that the agency that you're working with or service provider um, puts SEO first, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of the platforms have that built in so that you're making sure you're filling in great product names, you have alt tags and images um, and, and things like that because um, that's huge. Product descriptions, um, reviews uh, is huge nowadays. People Talk to shop. us about reviews. What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, um, you know, if you go to an Amazon.com, uh, you know, product, you'll see the bottom half of the entire product page is full of reviews usually. Um, people ask, when making a purchasing decision or asking about a product or service, people usually go to people that they know, right? Mm-hmm. And so reviews, uh, product reviews are huge. It's that third-party credibility piece um, that can make a turn a, a buy-in decision from a no to a yes or a maybe to a yes. Right. And you, you know, you're touching on the reviews, and you can have them in your website and invite people, your own customers or your own you know, visitors, to fill those out. But there's a lot of external uh, platforms, too, like Yelp and, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. some of the others. So that those are all very important in people's buying decisions, whether or not they're going to land on your site For sure. and ultimately make that purchase. When you talk about security... And talk about the HTTPS. If you don't see that on a site, don't put your credit card in it, right? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> what are some of the other things that a business owner can, is it really a two-pronged question, can do to protect themselves in terms of security with their site? And what you just said about HTTPS mm-hmm. is, is, of course, the first step. But what other things can they do? And second, what what are they liable for if they don't do something? That's that's a great question. Luckily, we haven't had any scares or issues in that area. But your company itself, yes. with the sites you've done, yes. that's yes. great. I, yes. But I mean, we all hear about the major, oh, the yeah, huge corporations sure. that you'd think would you know, know that, better. Sometimes that comes down to where you're hosting your site. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure that you have a great, you know, service provider that's hosting your site as well as hosting your SSL certificate. Um, I think that's huge. You know, and those those two uh, aspects of your e-commerce site really cover your basis. Okay. As far as security is concerned. Okay. So the so the certificate and then the host provider mm-hmm. and the security measures that they can bring to the table. Yes. Okay. Whenever you talk about uh, tracking your success, how how do I know? It's a big world out there, and if I've got a site, technically anybody anywhere can come to it. Mm-hmm. But but how do I know whether it's really working for me? How what are some of the ways Great you can question. track success? So at Brockton Creative Group, we are kind of obsessed with analytics, um, data geeks, if you will. And, you know, on a monthly basis, we'll review with the client um, a spreadsheet that is about a mile long. And we'll go through um, their Google Analytics or whatever program we're using to to track visits and referrals and things like that. We'll pull in um, Sprout Social uh, Analytics into the spreadsheet as well. Um, So, you know, it's important to make sure that, 
your website, again, is working for you, and your marketing and advertising is working for you. So whatever messages you're putting out there, it needs to be driving traffic to your store um, and to your website. So we'll track those uh, conversion rates, those referrals, um, you know, visits, time on page, bounce rate. Again, there's a mile-long spreadsheet full of, full of different metrics. But I think it's important just to make sure, and I've said this before, that your website's working for you because treat it like an employee, right? Um, what has my website uh, done for, you know, to, to bring in sales or to promote the brand mm-hmm. um, recently? Okay. Now, Tim, you obviously make it sound so easy, but we know it's not. And so for those people out there who are thinking, okay, it's time, I've listened to it, I'm missing out on something, or I need mine updated and they want to call you, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, no, the best way is to uh, just check out our website. We have quite a bit of work in our portfolio there, BrocktonCG.com. And uh, feel free to uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Tim McCoy with the number two. And, yeah, I'd love to uh, sit down. You know, we do free consultations, if you will, and and we take a look at brands and their current uh, status with their website and their marketing campaign, and we help make recommendations. And if it's a fit on both sides, then we'll put together a proposal and and help you achieve the goals that you set for your company. Well, very good. Thank you for sharing all your insights with us today, Tim. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, visit us at www.ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.